What's up, guys? This is your girl, Chase, better known as Little Savage Rug Right. If you want to follow me on Instagram, head right on over. It's little underscore savage underscore rug rat. And head over to my YouTube channel and subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is also Little Savage Rug Rat. My podcast, you guessed it, Little Savage Rug Rat. Guys, today I want to talk about working with people at your job. I have noticed lately that I am almost encounter a lot of situations when I'm at work. And it's nothing to do to reflect with my work ethic or anything. It's just that people honestly get around me and are intimidated by me for whatever reason. I'm like, number one, I am the biggest goofball that you probably would ever meet. So the fact that you don't get to know me, that's your fucking issue. So I want to talk about a couple of incidents here and how I looked at it and how I dealt with them and what advice I can give to you guys to, you know, put you in a better mindset. Because at the end of the um, podcast, I'm going to just talk about ways to, you know, stay positive and look at the bright side of everything. So I remember like a while back, there was this um, job that I used to work for. And I was a contract worker. So of course, we know how that shit goes. They basically can let you go whenever they want to or you know, whoop de whoop, you can go to work one day and you get to work. They're like, we no longer need you. So I remember this lady that trained me, she um, was a black woman. She was married, had kids and everything. So when she was training me on the job, she was like asking me little questions like, where are you from and all this other shit. I'm like, when I'm at work, bitch, I don't need all these small talk, meaningless ass conversations unless you're going to be like, oh, where are you from? And I tell you, and you're like, well, here's somebody to go, you know, go back home and travel and this and that. Like, don't ask me questions about my life if you personally are not doing shit for me to, you know, get me there. So I remember she asked me, she was like, so are you single and this and this and this? And I was like, "Um, no, I have a boyfriend. And I was on the job almost a year, guys, almost a year working there. And I remember I was at work one day and um, she came to work and, you know, everything was fine. And she was like, she came out to the front desk. She was like, hey, my son would be up here in a little bit. Can you let me know when he gets here? I said, okay. So I'm a receptionist at the time. So when you're a receptionist, first impression is everything from your, you know, hygiene, from how you look, your hair, your nails, and how you dress, everything. You know, your first impression of the company. So I see this black guy walk out the car, and I was like, well, that must be her son. So I called her, and I said, your son is here. So she comes out the office, and she introduces us. And I was like, okay. And... I guess she got offended because I didn't respond to her son the way that she wanted me to respond to him. I'm like, first of all, I already told you that I had a boyfriend. So for you to try to be messy and do whatever you thought was going to happen, that shit failed. So I went back to my desk and I text my ex and I was like, yo, you're not going to believe what's happened. So he was like, what's up? And I told him, he said, are you serious? And I was like, bro, I'm so serious. This lady was trying to hook me up with her son on the low or introduce us. So with that being said, guys, after that happened, do you not know that she was like talking so bad about me? Oh, she's not on time. She doesn't do her job and this and this and this and that. And I'm going to tell you guys how I found out all this information in a second. So 
like I said, I'm a female. I love to dress nice. I love to smell good, keep my hair, my nails and toes done, all that. And I think every woman can, you know, that's listening can honestly agree. So I remember being at work one day and I had on these heels and these heels were so fucking cute, guys. There was a, there was a shoe store that used to be open, but they closed down. And I remember going in this shoe store one day and the shoes at the time were like originally like 140. And I was like, ooh, I'm not going to spend no 140 for no shoes or nothing right now. But when the store closed, I said, let me go in here and see what kind of shoes they have in here I can go buy. Needless to say, when I went in the store, these exact same shoes that I saw went down a lot. They were like 30 or $20 for these shoes. And I was like, ooh, I'm about to go ahead and get me a pair because I've saved a hundred something dollars. So I get these shoes and I go to work. And of course, all the women there, oh gosh, I can never walk in heels that high. I can never do that. I can, and I'm like, I love heels. I love heels. Now guys, keep in mind while I had this job, I still had another job that was bringing in way more money than what I was making here. But I had a lot of free time to where I personally just wanted to, you know, have, you know, make more money and stuff. And I was also in school too. So I'm like, okay. So of course, when the lady that trained me, she saw my heels, she was like, oh, I could never do that. And this and this, and her face was so disgusted. And I was like, why the fuck are black women like this? And it was just her because all the other black women was like, girl, you, you know, you doing that. You look good in it and this and this and that. And she's the only one just being bitter. And I was like, bitch, you cannot get mad at me because your ass already weighs like 100 pounds by yourself. Y'all, she had a natural ass, but her ass was fucking huge. Her ass alone probably weighed over 100 something pounds. Not her body, her ass. And she had a small frame. She's a married woman with kids and everything. And I was like, well, I can see why your husband is with you because you got a lot of ass. But other than that, you are a bitch in my opinion. So... Needless to say, guys, I end up getting let go from the job because this lady spoke ill of me. Now, one of my old co-workers, I was still cool with him. And he was like, well, why don't you get in contact with HR and see if they can bring you back on, you know, for um, part-time work. And I was like, mm, okay. So I reached out to HR. The HR lady, guys, so fucking dope. Black woman, Mary. This lady was living her life, had a Porsche truck. Like, this lady was so fucking dope. And I love the hell out of her because... I've never worked with somebody that was just that dope and didn't give a fuck. Long as, you know what I'm saying? Long as you did your job and she had a job to go to and was making money, she didn't care about anything else. Like, she was not one of those HR managers that was like, I'm going to fire you or just, you know, most HR managers are, like, really uptight. Like, she was like, it was like talking to a fucking friend or talking to, like, a relative or something. So... When I got back at the job, I walked in the building and the lady that, you know, with the big ass, she saw me. She was like, oh, what are you doing here? Y'all, I walked right past her. I didn't say shit to her. I went into the HR office and sat down. So when I went into the HR office, the manager, she looked at me and she was like, hey, close the door really quick. So I closed the door. She was like, let me tell you what happened. She said, I did not want to let you go. She said, I didn't. She said, but the lady that trained you, I'm going to call her big ass. She said, big ass was talking bad about you. She was like, this lady would come in here saying you're late every day, talking about you wasn't doing your job right. She said, I knew everything she was saying was a lie. She said, but because you was a contract worker, I had no choice but to let you go. She said, I brought you back on part-time. 
So I said, okay. So that was like one of one situation I dealt with. And I was like, who is this fucking messy, bro? Like, who the fuck is like this? Like, and the HR manager told me everything that she was saying about me. And she the manager, the HR manager was like, I knew she was lying, all this and this and that. And I was like, that's fine, because I came back in the door working part-time and still in school doing my shit. And you know, I had another job. So, but I ended up letting that job go because I had some stuff that happened. So I had to focus more on my school and, you know, stuff like that. So another incident was a couple years ago, um, I worked for this other company. It was a third party company and a very small company. When I say it probably was no more than like 30 people at this company, but very small third party company. And they had like one little building to like, I'm not gonna say like a little building, it was a big ass building, but it was a whole strip dedicated to them. So it was hella parking. Like you can park at the front, you can park in the back and you know what I'm saying? Like you can, you can parallel park in that bitch. And it was that much parking because it was a small company. So I remember when I got there, this girl trained me, um, you know, on the job and stuff. So this, our manager was this Caucasian guy and I remember my first day there, he came over onto the black chick and started rubbing her shoulders. And I was like, why is he touching her like that? Like, why does she feel that comfortable to allow this man to touch him? And I'm like, you're not going to flinch? She didn't move, yo. She didn't fucking move. She just like sat there and let him do it. So then he came to me and put his hand on my shoulder, y'all. This is my first day there. And I looked and I was like, okay. And he kind of backed away from me. So I guess in his mind, he was like, oh, she not like the average black female. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm not because I would curse your ass out. I don't know what the hell you got going on up in here, but you put your hands on me, bro. We about to fucking swing. So with that being said, this man, ever since I did that to him, he gave me hell. Like I'm about to give y'all some situations that I was in to where most people would have lost it walk the fuck off from a job and everything but like I said at the end of the podcast I'm going to give you guys tips on what I did to keep myself cool so I said okay don't even worry about it so I remember um they hired this other chick so I end up getting like a they end up moving me from the front to the back office because they needed you know an extra hand to do some work so they end up hiring this other black chick as a receptionist I don't know why the fuck I always had like receptionist admin job shit but um so it was a group of it was like three of us in the group it was three black girls it was myself the girl that trained me and then a new girl that came in as a receptionist and then our white manager who basically was like kind of we we reported to him so i remember on a monday i was at work and i got an email from him and in the email i looked i said hold on he copied all of us on the email he copied myself the girl who trained me and the girl at the receptionist And so in the email, he goes, good morning, guys. Who does this remind you of on a Monday morning? In the email, it was a picture of like a blowfish. I looked and the girl that trained me sat right in front of me and she looked at me and she was like, he talking about you. I said, I know. Apparently he's talking about me because number one, you allow him to touch you. So he's not going to sit here and, you know, make you out to be the bad person. Number two, the new chick is new. So he doesn't know her. So you're only talking about me. And I looked and the girl was like, wow. And the new receptionist chick, she came around the corner. She looked, she was like, y'all see this? I said, yeah, don't worry about it. 
Another incident was I remember because my start time used to be from like seven o'clock in the morning to like four o'clock in the afternoon. So seven a.m. to four p.m. Um, I remember one morning I got to work like five minutes late, guys. Five minutes late. It was seven o five. I walked past his office. He was like, "Hey, what time is it?" I said, "Seven o five." He was like, "Your start time is seven, so you're five minutes late." I said, "Okay." He said, "Well, I'm gonna need you to start being on time." I'm like, "Damn, I've only been here for like two months, and I'm late four minutes." Like, whoop de doo, what the fuck? So, I'm like, "All right." So, I want to say probably that same week or a week later, I got to work. I backed my car in. Like, I'm the person that backs their car the fuck up. Like, I'm, I back in. I never park my car facing forward. So, if you're that person that has to sit there and wait because someone is backing their car up, bitch, I'm that person. I will literally hold up traffic to back my car up. So, I remember I backed my car up and my passenger side tire and my back side of the tire was like on the white line. So, we had another co-worker that worked there and he was really cool with my manager. He's also a Caucasian guy. So he looked, he was like, you're not going to move your, t- your car. I said, why am I moving my car? He was like, your tires on the line. I said, if I move my car, I'm going to go clock in first and then I'll come back out here to move my car. And my manager at the time, he was outside. He was like, you can't park your car like that. I was like, first of all, this is a small ass company. It's hella parking out here. I just parked here because the door is right here. So what is the issue? Y'all, this man would nitpick with me about every fucking thing. So, of course, like, you know, when the weather changes from, like, spring and summer to, like, going into fall, you see landscapers outside that start putting, like, pine straw or, what is that, haystack? Like, them little haystacks, whatever, like, whatever that shit is called. So, I remember I came back from lunch one day, and it was, like, some landscapers out there, like, putting, like, the um, pine straw down on the ground or whatever. And my manager was, like... You want to go bring me some pine straw over here? I said, no. But in my mind, I was like, bitch, do you think I'm a fucking slave or something? So he kind of laughed and was like, I was like, bitch, fuck you. So guys, I'm sitting at my desk and I saw when he walked by and I was like, what did he just do? This man came by my trash can and threw a piece of pine straw in my trash. So let me explain this. My back is facing away from people walking behind me. So I can't see anything behind me. But I knew he came behind my desk because I saw him like from the corner of my eye, whatever. And and a trash can like sat right next to me. I said, yo, did this fucking man just come over here and throw a piece of pine straw in my trash trying to be fucking funny right now? Guys, it really, I was so upset because I was like, I didn't realize what was going on. And it felt like the movie Get Out. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit about? Like, who the fuck is doing stuff like this? And the guy was so racist, like, so, so fucking racist. And I was like, yo, I'm here to make money and go home. I ain't trying to beat your ass up, bro, because I will fucking swing on you. Like, don't let this face fucking fool you. So my the, the girl that trained me, she looked at me and she was like, why is he bothering you? I said, I don't know what it is that I did to this man. But it dawned on me that I guess I intimidated this guy. So this is like the last incident before they let my ass go. I remember one day I was walking to go clock back in from lunch or something or something like that. 
this guy made it in his interest to like purposely cut me off and bump into me. I'm walking straight and he purposely did it on purpose and he bumped into me and I was like, excuse you. He was like, oh, what you gonna do? I said, you just ran into me. He was like, what are you gonna do? I was like, can you please not touch me? He was like, and he was trying to, he was kind of like trying to joke it off. Like, oh, let's fight, let's fight. I said, you got one more time to touch me. I said, I will fuck you up. And guys, it wasn't long before, of course, your girl got let go. I said, I was like, I cannot work for people. I cannot work for nobody. So I said, um, okay. So like I said, I got let go from that job. So the receptionist, um, me and her are really cool because we like was all on the same team. And so when I went up there to get my stuff from the office, she was like, do you not know when he saw you pull up, he ran down the hallway to avoid you? I said, that just lets me know that this man is fucking, he's a fucking bitch. Like, and I hope he's listening because you're a fucking bitch. So, and then um, I think maybe like a year or so after I had left, I was still in contact with the receptionist. She was like, oh yeah, he's not feeling well and all that. I said, I'm gonna fuck that man is not feeling well at all. I said, I'm gonna fuck about him. And so to this day, I don't even know what's going on with him. I don't care to fucking know. Like I personally don't care because he's a bitch. So... Guys, I'll say all this to say because I've dealt with so much in a in a work environment to where people will test you. And I didn't realize why I was being tested so much. And it dawned on me recently that I am set up for greatness. When you know your life and when you know your goals that you have to reach, people will try to come in and like distract you from that because they see your potential they see what you're about they see how strong you are they see your work ethic some people are honestly intimidated by that because they don't even have 10 percent of what you have and the ways that i stay calm guys i had to pray i honestly had to pray i had to get to a place of peace and saying god you know what whatever you have for me is meant for me like i'm not and i'm not a kind of i'm not a controversial person at all like I'm not going to just go to work to start drama or anything like I'm a really laid back person and for those that are listening to me honestly can tell you that she's always been just cool and easy to talk to like I'm never that person that you can get around and be like oh her energy is thrown off like I'm never been that person so I go to say this because I went through so much and it's only made me stronger and wiser to understand how people move And I used to want to go to school for psychology and I had to understand how, you know, how people are. And in those times, guys, I was in places where I was barely making any money, you know, especially at that last job. Um, I was barely making any money like that and I needed it. But I had to go through those tests to like prove something to God and prove something to myself that. I'm, I'm built for a lot of stuff in life and I'm strong enough to handle it. And you can never allow someone's negative interactions disturb your day. And if you allow one little ounce of anger to come into your life and mess up your whole day, you have to reevaluate yourself and be like, what the fuck? Like, why am I getting tested? Why people keep trying me? Why, why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? And sometimes it's because you allow them to. But I had to look back and say, damn, I was young. I didn't understand like a lot of things. Like I understood it, but I didn't understand why I was going through it. 
And I'm in a place now where I'm more happier because I have a voice. And don't get me wrong, I still get tested to this day on a lot of shit that I'm not going to talk about. But I just want you guys to know that when you are in a work environment and people try the fuck out of you, it's a couple of reasons that go into it. Number one, they're intimidated by you. Number two, you're strong. Number three, you're beautiful. Number four, you're smart. And a lot of these people don't even have none of those qualities. And I think for me, it personally had to fall down to the fact that, oh, here's this beautiful black black girl, you know, nice little shape, you know, got her stuff in order, no kids or nothing. Let's just make her life hell because I'm at home dealing with shit that she don't even have to even deal with. And your situ their situation does not become my situation, but how for some reason it translates to that at work because I don't understand because I feel like when I'm at work, I keep it at work. I don't bring my personal shit into an office. I keep everything personal. But some people just don't know how to deal with their anger or their issues at home. So they come to work and take it out on other people. And let me tell you, it's not your fault that people are testing you like that or doing that to you. It's just because they're not happy and they see that you're happy. And that's something that you can never buy is happiness. When you're at a place of happiness and peace, people will try to come in and rob that shit from you. And I just said, you know what? I just can't allow myself to be around that. And I'm not going to lie, guys. Those last two jobs that I had were probably the best two things that happened to me because it allowed me to go into a whole transition phase of my life. It evolved me to grow and become stronger and become wiser and to learn when to shut the fuck up and when not to shut the fuck up. So... I personally wanted to talk about like turbulence in the work environment because I see this shit all the time with, you know, black on black women, which would be another conversation um, just in general. But I wanted to just talk about that because, like I said, I see it so much and I can relate to it. And I want you to understand if I'm ever talking to you or giving advice, it's because I went through it. I don't ever want you to feel like I'm giving out false information because of you know, he say, she say shit, and I put it into my own lifestyle or whatever. No, this is shit that I've actually experienced and dealt with. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Make sure you go ahead and also subscribe to this podcast and follow me on here. And with that being said, this is your girl, Chase. I'm about to sign out, guys, and enjoy this beautiful, cold, windy Saturday. And I'll see y'all in my next podcast. Talk to y'all later. Love ya. Bye.